Hey, look, man, this is another episode of Making Sense with Don. This is Don Juan speaking. And no, I don't have the answers, but I do have the perspective. Listen, this episode, I'm going to be talking about the difference between being realistic and being optimistic and where you draw the line between the two. I'm going to start off by giving you an example, right? Say you want to be the best chef on the East Coast. You want to be the best cook on the East Coast. Now, that's already by itself an extremely hard and difficult dream to accomplish. Why? Because it's the best. Whenever you put the best in a situation, it's, 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 it brings your work ethic to another level. Now, if you're talking about the best in your school, you want to be the best dressed in, in your school. Okay, that's different. Right. But if you want to be the best chef on the East Coast, that's it's already hard to be the best chef in the state, be the best chef in the county. What are you going to do different than everybody else to accomplish that goal? And you got to think that everybody else is already doing a lot of stuff and there's already people who are more talented than you and more experienced than you. So what are you actually going to do to set yourself above what and, and where do you draw the line between being realistic and being optimistic? And can you have both of them at the same time? Can you be optimistic and be realistic? Now, how are you naturally as a chef? If you're, if you're pretty good, right? You're, you're already starting off picking up stuff pretty quickly. You, you've been taught by your mom. You've been taught by your dad. Uh, you picked up stuff really quickly. And, and you got a few specialty meals that make, uh, make all the girls love you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. You're at a good starting starting point, right? It's not too far-fetched. It's not like you burn every meal you touch and you have to start from ground zero. So you're you're sitting there. Now, what are you doing on a daily basis? This, this is the important part about drawing the line between being realistic and being unrealistic, right? What are you doing on a daily basis? Not on a weekly basis, not on a monthly basis. If you are just making a meal, a new meal every week, that's your goal. You want to make a new meal every week week, and try to master that meal. Okay, that's a good goal. You're probably going to be a pretty good chef at family cookouts. You're probably going to be a pretty good chef uh, for your wife and kids uh, or your husband and kids, whatever you are. I'm sorry. Um, but if you're trying to be the best on the East Coast, that's not a realistic goal for your actions. Your actions are determining how realistic your goal will be and how unrealistic your goal is. You're trying to be the best. What are you doing on a daily basis? Now, that goal can be more realistic if, yes, you started at the same starting point, but now you found a mentor to teach you their ways. And not just any mentor. If you're trying to be the best, you got to find the best. So you found the best chef at your favorite restaurant and you just mentor them every day. Or every week, as much as you can, as much as they allow you to, and you just you you help them cook for free because they're not gonna pay you. And you're just cooking with them and you're learning how they cook and make meals, and then you go home and you practice every single day just a little bit of uh, tricks, and you practice slicing your potatoes, you practice doing whatever you do to be the great chef that you wanna be. That's step one, check. Now your goal is starting to be a little bit more realistic. Right? Step two is you got to be able to find the next chef because if that's just the chef, the best chef at your favorite restaurant, now you're as good as him. Now you're as 
or you can be as good as him because you have his secrets and tricks and secrets. And even then you probably don't know everything, but it takes time and you're going to have to practice more and more. So you want to be the best chef. Now you have to go to the next level. Now you have to find the next next best chef who does different types of cuisine. Because if you want to be the best chef, you got to be the, the best at, at every type of cuisine, I would assume, right? Indian food, uh, uh, Hispanic food, Asian food, soul food, uh, American food, whatever it is. You got to be the best at everything if you're trying to be the, or, or close to the best at everything if you're trying to be the best on the East Coast. That is what I mean by the difference between realistic and unrealistic. What are your actions telling you? It's not how talented you are. Talent will only take you but so far. And we all know that. Talent fails to beat hard work when... No, no, no. It goes hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. That's what it is. Talent only takes you but so far. LeBron knew that he was going to make the NBA when he was 18 years old. But his talent would only take him so far. His talent would only take him to the NBA. He knew if he wanted to be the best, which he arguably is, I'm not going to get into that, which he arguably is, he had to do a lot more. He had to study film constantly. He had to treat his body like a temple. He had to start uh, uh, working on footwork and start studying uh, the greats of basketball, right? He had to start working six hours a day on his on his game. And he had to do so much stuff that a lot of people don't even give him credit for because they don't even know in order to be the best. Because when you when you put best in the sentence, your, your work ethic has to go to a whole other level. And that's what changes it from being realistic to being unrealistic. It's always going to be difficult. But is it realistic? And that's what I'm trying to uh, figure out the difference. If I'm talking about my own example, uh, being a motivational speaker, my goal is to speak in front of 10,000. I want to speak in front of 10,000 people in a room. First of all, it's a pretty absurd goal, right? And not, not a lot of venues can hold 10,000 people. And not a lot of people can get 10,000 uh, audience members in the door to listen to them speak. So what will make me different? What will make me special? How will I get 10,000 people in a, in, a, in a room and be able to speak to them and try to impact their lives? What am I doing? Same, same, same format, same questions. What am I doing on a daily basis? Am I posting constantly on social media so that I can get my content out so that eventually... Uh, I one, I, I have enough ideas and concepts to help me speak and speak on topics and uh, help me get my content out to producers or to people who host venues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Check. I'm doing that on a daily basis. I've been doing it for over a year and I, I don't plan on stopping. Am I speaking in front of people consistently? Not check. That is my weakness. That is my weakness. I'm not speaking in front of enough people. I've spoke in front of my high school a couple times, and I've spoke, <clears throat> I've spoken in front of another uh, high school, but I haven't done that en- enough, nearly enough. And I'm not getting enough practice on my delivery. I'm not getting enough practice on how I want to uh, read and react to the audience, and and what works and what doesn't work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not doing it enough. So is my goal realistic? It's be, it just became a little less realistic. It came a little more unrealistic because I'm not doing everything that I need to do in order to get there. So with that being said, that brings me to my next point, self-love, which kind of goes hand in hand. How much do you love yourself is directly correlated with how realistic 
uh, it is to accomplish your dream. So let's keep, keep going with this motivational speaking. I want to speak in front of 10,000 people. How much do I love myself in order to accomplish that? Basically saying, how disciplined can I be in order to reach that goal? Because you, if you truly love yourself, and I mean truly love yourself, you would do whatever it took. And no matter how long it took, how stressful it was, if you truly loved yourself and you knew, or sorry, if I knew that speaking in front of 10,000 people would make me extremely, 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 extremely happy. And I truly love myself from here to, to planet Mars. I would do everything it took. I would be putting myself in predicaments to speak in front of people as much as possible. I'd go to every single private school in the, in the Baltimore area and I'd speak to their high school. And in that same day, I'd go to their middle school assembly. And in that same day, I'd, I'd speak in front of a couple of lower school classes. And I'd try, try talking to different age groups and different kids and try to read and react to the audience and try to work on my delivery and do every single thing. And I do that five days a week because why? Because they're in school five days a week. And I go to everybody in the Baltimore area. Then I travel to DC and then I do this and then I do that. And then I repeat the entire process and I come back and I see if I proved at all. That would be me doing every single thing I could to become a better speaker so that I could eventually speak in front of 10,000 people because not a lot of people get the opportunity to speak in front of 10,000 people. <coughs> so how much do I love myself? I love myself to post every single day. I've gotten to a routine. I've made that a habit. Now it's not as difficult. I just wake up. I meditate. I, I uh, pray. And then I watch motivational videos because I'm not always motivated in the morning. And then I post my videos on uh, Instagram. And then now TikTok. It's, it's yeah, it, it, takes some, it takes some time in getting used to. But I eventually got used to it. And now that's what I do. I've been doing it for a little over a year now. So what's the next step? Getting in front of people so I can actually start public speaking. Right now, I'm speaking behind a, a, a phone screen. I'm not speaking at all. How much do I love myself? What am I willing to do? How much am I willing to sacrifice if this is truly my dream? Or is it not my dream at all? But if I want, it, if I want this dream to be even close to realistic, yes, I have talent. Yes, uh, I'm decent at public speaking. But if I want this dream to be anywhere close to realistic, it starts with the actions that I take today. And that is how you draw the line between being realistic and unrealistic. Listen, man, that is another episode, uh, episode two, season one, episode two, the difference between being realistic and unrealistic, optimistic and pessimistic. Guys, I appreciate you if you've made it this far. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I love podcasts. This, this, this is like my dream. I think I found my my true dream because I just love talking. Um, but I appreciate y'all for listening again. This is Don Juan signing out uh, on Making Sense with Don. No, I do not have the answers, but I do have the perspective. Don Juan, baby.